you've seen the headlines. Decreased budgets and increased scrutiny mean it's more important than ever for advertisers to produce outcomes. Mountain is helping brands do that by turning the TV into a performance marketing machine. With Mountain, your ads reach tens of thousands of audience segments and get seen exclusively on premium streaming networks. And you can sit back as your campaigns automatically optimize thousands of times a day to drive peak performance. The result? High-impact ads served at the right time, right place, and to the right audience. Visit Mountain.com to learn more. Today on the AW360 podcast, I speak with Ben Snutch, Chief Customer Officer at Go Inspire Group. Ben will discuss why an omnichannel marketing mix is the most advisable strategy for brands, personalization at scale, and the potential stumbling blocks and how to avoid them. We hope you enjoy this episode. Ben Snutch, welcome to the AW360 podcast. I'm so pleased to have you on today. Thank you, Richard. Good to meet you. And thanks for having me. So you're with the Go Inspire Group. Tell us what Go Inspire Group does and what you do there. Uh, so Go Inspire Group, we're a, a direct marketing business. Uh, I'm um, chief customer officer, so I'm responsible for, as you would suspect, all things uh, customer relationships, both new and existing customers, and uh, making sure that our our propositions remain current and relevant to our, our wonderful group of customers. Um, it's my second stint at the business. I actually joined here in 1998 originally um, as the sales tra- trainee back then. Um, I was probably more of a glorified proof delivery boy. So that was back in the days of film, chromalin and Oslib proofs, etc. cetera. Uh, but I've done a variety of different client-facing and uh, sales leadership roles within the business. Uh, took a couple of years out of the business um, in 2016 where I worked for uh, Williams Lee Tag, managing some of their telco and financial services customers, and then got the opportunity to uh, rejoin Go Inspire in 2018 as part of the um, senior leadership team and uh, never looked back. Excellent. And that two years off, did that help you prepare for your second round at Go Inspire? Or you know, are there learnings that you took along with you? Yes, uh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I um, uh, joined the business at a at a very young age, and um, I kind of kind of grew up in the business. And I think having those two years out definitely gave me a bit more of a a rounded view in terms of how, particularly, the large corporate world works. And it was, uh, you know, great to um, you know to take that in and compare and contrast, and um, you know, be able to bring some of that back with me to go inspire. And what is unique about Go Inspire, particularly, you know, in in your second round there? And what is your sort of strategic vision? Um, So I I think what's quite unique about us is the way the business has managed to adapt in in an industry that, let's face it, has seen an awful lot of change. Um, 20 years ago, we would refer to ourselves as a direct mail printer. And it was a pretty accurate description of what we did. But back in those days, we were purely focused on the output and the execution. And we still do manufacture direct mail today. It's a key part of the offering, but it is only part of the offering. And we're we're really proud of that heritage. But today we refer to ourselves, Richard, as a marketing performance partner. And there's a key distinction there that means as well as being focused on the output and the execution, 
we're also now focused on the outcomes that we're driving for our customers. And those outcomes can be around return on investment, cost per acquisition, digital adoption, those kind of things, driving footfall. So I think from a uniqueness point of view, not only have we managed to make that transition, we've actually grown many times in size during that process. And the secret of that is around constant and consistent uh, investment in, in technology and people that will will really move the dial on. Mm-hmm. You know, we hear a lot about omni-channel marketing as pretty much the de facto best practice for our industry. Is is that something that you agree with? And if so, what is the most advisable strategy for omni-channel moving forward? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with it. And, um, you know, I think if you if you believe that the best strategy is delivering the right message to the right people at the right time and by the right channel, then consistency across those channels is critical. Um, I think, you know, channel or channels of choice has become an integral part of segmentation these days. And I think we're all in a world where, you know, we're better informed and we've got increasingly discerning consumers. People are very aware when they're being served a one-size-fits-all approach and equally they're aware when a brand truly understands them. So the ability to deploy omni-channel, I think also the ability to flip quickly and seamlessly between channels is something that we're seeing a real increase in demand for and um, you know, particularly key where there's a digital-first strategy in play and that requires a a different approach to things like document management and document composition. Let's talk a little bit about personalization. And obviously there's a lot of talk going on right now around, you know, data and privacy and all of those concerns and and rightfully so. But, you know, looking at personalization through omnichannel, how do brands achieve that? And and what sort of, I I guess, pitfalls are there for them when, when they're looking to do that? Um, so I think, you know, in order to 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 achieve personalization, certainly at scale, and that's the word the, the world that we live in. We deal with a lot of um, large B2C brands who have um, large customer databases. I think you've got to get three things right. You've got to get the you need the richness of data, permission data, I might add, to to target people with relevant uh, and bespoke offers. You also need to make sure you've got the the right content available to drive those different creative treatments for things like uh, persona-based marketing. And that requires a lot of horsepower to manage creative production and adaptation for each of those different creative treatments. And then you need the ability to to deploy at scale. Uh, Just to give you a bit of context, Go Inspire will probably deploy this year something like 800 million uh, physical customer comms and probably about 500 million digital customer comms and obviously we, we, we expect that balance to tip over time but I think what, what we're seeing a, a growing thirst for and a, and a demand for is the ability to um, yeah, to move seamlessly in between those, those channels. Uh, in terms of stumbling bo- blocks I think assumptions can be your worst enemy. I think it's very easy to, you know, make assumptions on people's predispositions through particular channels based on, you know, demographics and age profiles, etc. I think really you you need to look deeply into the data to um, to look for their previous behaviours and their preferences. And 
you know, even better, you know, give them the choice to to choose which channel by by which they are served and can digest your content. And let's step away from digital as a channel just for a moment. One of the things that I find incredibly interesting is Go Inspire was recently acquired by Xerox, which everybody knows Xerox is, you know, they make my copies. Looking at this sort of varied mix of channels, how important do you feel print is as a standalone or a supplement to a good digital presence? Yeah, I mean, I think um, just you know, obviously the Xerox acquisition was very, very exciting for us. I mean, we um, all of a sudden our, our toolkit has got much, much bigger. I think <laughs> the areas where we can engage with customers uh, now is much, much bigger when we can add value and take the relationships into places that we, we couldn't necessarily do as a standalone business before. But I think, you know, print in, in, in isolation, I think as channels are becoming less siloed, um, is probably declining. And I think there is a need for, you know, we're seeing more of print just being part of a, um, a customer journey or a customer experience. And quite often it can be the start of that customer journey as brands look to, you know, acquire customers, drive people to their website. We get a lot of um, a lot of questions around how can we make direct work, direct mail drive digital adoption as customers can recruit people online. And then, um, you know, the, the, the customer journeys from there on in can be a mix of of both physical and digital. But I, I think the physical channel still has its place. We've got a lot of customers where we've built routines for them that if they, you know, if they, they go with the digital first, they they flip into the physical channel if they've not had the right outcome or the right response with customers. So I think as, um, you know, as a business who started its life, you know, wedded, firmly in the physical channel we've had to adapt and we've had to grow over the years as our, as our customers needs have changed and evolved do you find that some brands that are serving certain goods and services have better success with those alternate channels like print than others and if so what types of brands are those um i think um you know retail is still quite a, a heartland for that um um, digital, obviously, again, it's it's changed beyond belief over the last few years. So a, digi- a heartland for the, the physical comms. Uh, I think you know, putting a a, a physical voucher in somebody's hand, you know, to get them to go into store, and if it's got something that's a perceived value, we still see that that has performs very well with those particular markets. Although you know, you know, digital apps are, are going from strength to strength. I think there is um, some of the sectors and the, the businesses that have maybe moved away from physical over the years they're seeing a bit of a resurgence i mean the the, the doormat used to be a, a fiercely contested battleground actually it's now quite a good way to to get cut through as our inboxes are all filling up looking down the road let's say one year five years where do you see the challenges and where do you see the successes i think the challenges will be obviously keeping up with the pace of change um i think We've done quite well as as being quite an innovative and agile business, and I think that agility is absolutely key. Um, I think through the the COVID period, we've probably all learned that we, we we are able to be more agile, and we've been more agile than we ever thought was previously possible. Again, if I just think of our retail customers, where you know one minute they're fixated on driving people in store, the next minute they can't drive people in store because of the lockdowns or product shortages. Uh, and I think, um, you know, if, if if you think of the 
here in the UK, we had a lot of regional variations um, with how that lockdown had affected shopping and consumer behaviour. Where I live in Leicester, we were locked down for probably longer than most, and that brought kind of regional challenges to our our, our marketers and within our client base, and they had to you know, overlay those regional lenses over their campaigns to make sure that they were delivering the right message in the right territories. Um, and I think, you know, the, some of recognising changes, I think, within um, consumer behaviour and, you know, being having the foresight to kind of say, OK, I need to stand back here. We need to revisit the strategy and say, you know, is the strategy still the right strategy? Or do we need to adapt and change because our our marketers and our customer base is changing? Thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me today, Ben. This has been fantastic. To find out more, where should people go? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn or you could go to www.goinspire.co.uk. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show today. I certainly appreciate it. Great talking to you, Rich. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more episodes of AW360, search AW360 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and many more, or visit www.advertisingweek.com slash podcasts. The TV is no longer just a brand awareness play. With Mountain's self-serve connected TV ad software, you can get real-time data-backed insights that take the guesswork out of TV ad measurement. With Mountain, you can track your connective TV ad performance down to the last decimal, compare it to your other channels with leading web analytics integrations, and even see which viewers are taking the next step to visit your website or make a purchase, regardless of which household device they use. Visit Mountain.com to learn more.